second uh, review of Patterson because something happened with the uh, recording module. You screwed up! Don't listen to the uh, the man behind the curtain, Boris. Uh, Boris decided to make an appearance today to give me a hard time about messing up the last recording. All your fault. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but uh, how how upset was I when I couldn't find that file? Very upset. Oh man! It's like the whole world was ending. And like. I was going to try and redo it. And I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Just like, I need at least a day to get past this. And then went to bed and then was thinking, you know, this happens. This even happens to Bill Burr. So uh, I didn't bring the laptop. So no intro. You don't care. You just want to listen to us talk. So this is, and I I was, you made a good comment. I was pretty, uh, my head wasn't in it on Sunday. Was it? Yeah, we were tired. Yeah. It was late, I think. It was really late. And we, oh, and we, we ate. We do it. Yeah. We ate, and that that's just like... It just wasn't a good we time. Had, we didn't plan that out very well. So, going forward, we're going to have to do this before we eat. Eating's our treat. Thumbs up, yep. Um, so, Patterson, your mm-hmm. pick. You're going to walk us through it. Uh, Jim Jarmusch was our director. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about this later, but uh, was also the director for Ghost Dog. Um, but you picked it because go. I picked this movie because I liked this movie the <laughs> first time that I saw it in the movie theater. No kidding. <laughs> um, I just liked it. It's it's different than like I don't know. I don't even know what constitutes a typical movie, but it's slow moving. It's there aren't a lot of characters. There's not like, you know, fast action or, you know, things like that. I wouldn't even say there's a straight up, there's, there's a very, very, very loose narrative. Yes. Very loose. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I think this, this is actually coming across better than our first recording, which wasn't a recording. Um, and so far, uh, it says we're two minutes in, so we're appara- good. apparently we'll see. We'll see okay. when we check playback. But um, ag- again, uh, Adam Driver and wh- what's the actress's name? She was also in uh, Body of Lies with Leo DiCaprio. Her name is um, a lot of letters that I'm not really sure that I would pronounce well. So it's an it's an uh, Arab name, I believe. Yes, you want to try it? No. Well, all right. I might as well. I might as well give her props. Um, you see it? Uh, where is it? In the middle, so, right there. Good God! See, that's uh, why I was like, I'm not. I don't want to. Kalshife um, Farahani. Kalshife Farahani. She was the the love interest in Body of Lies with Leo DiCaprio. Um, a day in the life of a guy who's a bus driver and aspiring poet. Um, but he's kind of, he's like quiet aspiration, right? He's, mm-hmm. he just does it to do it. Yeah. And his wife pushes him really hard to, um, uh, to publish. And he's he he can kind of give or take it. He just does it because it's part of who he is. Yeah. I think it's like his quiet passion, but he also knows that, 
to be in the real world, he has to be working a job and earning an income. Whereas his wife's character. Do we, is, does she have a name? Yes, I do believe so. Well, let's scroll down. And, um, she doesn't have a job and she. She has art forms that invoke or utilize black and white. Laura. Laura. And their meatball dog. Uh, Marvin. Marvin. Also known as Nelly. <laughs> I love dogs, but that one I could have cooked into a pot roast by the end of it. Um, she doesn't work, but she does do the farmer's market thing at the very end, which mm -hmm. has, you know, of course, has a place in my heart, but all of her art invoked. And she does well. Yeah, she does. first foray into it. But, um, you know, honestly, if I look at it, the critique of their relationship, mm -hmm. I would, you know, I, I would honestly say it's actually kind of genuine because it doesn't go any of the thing like, you know, she requested him to pay for her to get a guitar. Mm -hmm. And like, you could see how that could be a, an element of friction. Yeah. But like, he just, he's like, he's eh. like, okay, sure. And he's like, all right. Like you can, at first he's like $200. Eh. Yeah. But then he relents and then, you know, it makes her happy. And you would expect in most narratives that, um, she would take advantage of him, but that doesn't really happen. I don't think so. Yeah, not really. And it, it's a very loving relationship. And, um, I think he loves her so much, like, she could almost do no wrong. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Definitely. But, like, if you're looking for a movie that is, um, I don't even want to say that it's not fast-paced. It's like, if you were looking, and not to insult your opinion, but, like I told you, the first time I watched it, I got through about 40, I was already drowsy. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like. It was like visual melatonin for me. You have yeah. to be awake. You really to do. Watch. You, have, you shouldn't should watch it at night. No. When you're going to bed. It's more like introspective of someone's... A lot of... I mean, there's a huge portion of the world that has a repetitive cycle to mm -hmm. their... To uh, their daily life. Yeah. And this is kind of was that. But... And the nuances of like what... You know what? Like now that I think about it, he still has passions, right? Mm -hmm. And so does she. Mm -hmm. And it's just different degrees to which they exercise them. Like yes. he does his every day, mm -hmm. but he doesn't really care about it. Like becoming. It's not going to go on beyond him doing it. Yeah. He's like, this is my meditation. Mm -hmm. And her, it's like um, a component of it becomes her livelihood. Mm hmm. For lack of a, you only see their life for a week, but um, I'm, I'm hijacking again. This was your. She movie. does well. She does more with her passions. I mean, first of all, she has several of them, whereas he just like really has his poetry, uh -huh. and he doesn't need or want it to go further than it's just like writing poems in his notebook. Whereas she's like, one day she's like, I would like to get a guitar. I want to learn how to play the guitar. I want to be a country singer. And then another day she's like, I'm going to make a million cupcakes and I'm going to go sell them at the farmer's market. And then I don't know what are some other things that she, she does. Painted and oh, she painted. Oh, she does her art and her like. She painted the house all in black and white. Yep. And her clothes. And her clothes. Yeah. She was a designer. And which was 
I and guess, they're all fine. There's nothing wrong with them. She's I'm just, just very saying. frenetic, very like um, all over the place. Yes, yes. And he's the, uh, I guess, regimented. Is that what you say? I was going to say he's like the more sensible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he not is. that there's anything wrong with either of what they're yeah, doing, but I'm just saying. And that's probably to illustrate why they work together. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um. So, yeah, like after the first, because um, I watched this in two parts, and after the first part, I was like, why did, why did she pick this? And then I'm like, I'm afraid to turn it on again because I do kind of like Adam Driver's character and that he was just, he was just calm. Mm-hmm. Very I'm like, calm. I don't, I don't want anything bad to happen to this Very guy. Like, peaceful and quiet. Yeah. And um, there is this scene with the, the people who pull up to him, these kind of thugs, and they're like, I bet that dog's worth a lot of money. Aren't you worried about somebody stealing him? And he's like, ah, I guess I got something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the most exciting thing to happen in his life. Uh, yeah, and then uh, when he goes to the, he goes to a bar every night, and he parks the dog just outside. And I'm like, oh, this is where it's going to happen. Right. And, and like, nothing, nothing happens. Nothing happens. And, um, spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> yep, whoops. But, um, but I just you, like it because yeah. it's like his ever it's their everyday life and even if it's slow and some people might see it as boring, it's like you said before. People, there are people who live lives like that. And I mean, they're doing fine. It's it's just not like It's funny because like there's that um quote about living a life of quiet desperation. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Patterson's like that. He he does the thing that he cares about, and so does she. So, uh, as promised, a recipe that Louisa will hate. This one is not up on uh, the Instagram, but eventually it will be. If you want to, you can check out some of the other uh, recipe posts at J-A-Y Hey Honey um, on Instagram. This week, uh, hot truffle honey pizza. Now, this one did it for me simply because it combines corn and ricotta. Um, so I'm just going to give you a quick overview of the... Um, actually, oh, you know what? This is one you might, you would like more than... I take that back. I, th- I was going to do a recipe on... Um, I was going to do the one that was all mushrooms and truffles. But this one I just decided at the last minute. So... You, you would like it more than my original pick, except for the truffles. Okay. What's your problem with truffles, anyway? I just don't like them. <laughs> Thanks for all the depth. You're welcome. Super. All a right. chocolate truffle. That <laughs> would be different. not a truffle. Okay. Six-ounce prosciutto, 22-ounce pizza dough. Two ears of corn, sweet corn preferably. Four ounce arugula. Four ounce shredded what? Nothing. <laughs> She's like, oh, arugula. Oh my gosh, I love that. The chili pepper of lettuce. It's spicy. I love arugula. Four ounce shredded fontina cheese. One lemon. Three ounce radishes. 
two cloves of garlic, one half tablespoon truffle zest seasoning, two tablespoons of honey, preferably the chili pepper honey, uh, and you'll see why in a little bit. Uh, half pound fresh mozzarella, one bunch chives, half cup, this is my favorite, uh, ricotta, and a quarter cup grated Parmesan, quarter cup crushed, uh, crushed red pepper flakes. This sounds pizza, delicious. I know, see, even so, with the truffle. Even with, even with. Is it the arugula that redeemed it for you? No, it's all like the hot and spicy. All right, so I'm just, this is not super complex, and a lot of you can, if anybody out there knows how to make pizza, you could just look at the picture of this online and know how to make it. But for those of you who are novices in the kitchen or aren't going to make it, but would make it if someone else made it, or have their own place and their own kitchen, but no cooking utensils whatsoever. Strap in. All right. Um, I love these uh, these descriptions of uh, how to prepare food because it starts out. It just assumes that um, you can't stand under your own power and that you need like an extra battery to get your brain working because it'll start out telling you to remove food from the cupboard and from the refrigerator. Wow. That's how this. Well, this is. That's really helpful. Yeah, this is Blue Apron talking here. Um, <laughs> all right, preheat to 475 after you've washed and dried all your produce. Uh, peel and th- uh, slice thin your two cloves of garlic. That's probably going to eat up most of your time. Um, and remove the husks and the silks from the corn. Cut the kernels off the cobs, obviously. Don't get it out of a can. It's going to make a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, assemble and bake the pizza. So lightly oil. A sheet pan, um, stretch your dough out to about about a quarter inch thickness. Um, drizzle the dough with olive oil, obviously. Um, cover it then with sliced garlic, the corn kernels, the fontina, and mozzarella. Um, you're gonna, if assuming you're getting the mozzarella in ropes, you're gonna tear it into small pieces before you add it. Um, Season with salt and pepper and drizzle with olive oil. Bake and rotate the pan halfway every 20, 22 minutes, somewhere in that neighborhood, or until the cheese is melted, which is probably going to happen before that. Uh, Remove from the oven. Let stand for a couple minutes. Uh, When you have time, when all of your uh, baking dough is uh, going through the voodoo in the oven, you're going to slice radishes into rounds, uh, slice the chives, quarter, and dress the lemon. I'm sorry, I'm, excuse me, de-seed it, not dress it. Um, in a bowl, you're going to combine the ricotta with half of the Parmesan, and then drizzle olive oil, season with salt and pepper. Uh, in a separate bowl from there, you're going to combine uh, the chili pepper honey. Um and truffle zest. Uh, use as much as you'd like. Just remember that truffle is uh, robust in flavor. So the more you use, the more it's going to hit you in the face. Um, and as much of the pepper flakes as you'd like, depending on how spicy you like it. Um, if I make this for Louisa, she's going to want me to use like a one of those 
laundry sacks full of chili pepper. Or she'll just add her own hot sauce. Uh huh. But as long as you don't use anybody else's chili pepper, honey. Cool. Um, remove the plastic lining between the slices of the, of the prosciutto. Well, you don't really need to say that. I don't really need to say what? That you need to remove the plastic lining oh, from mm-hmm. the prosciutto. Leaf. Yeah. Should. <laughs> I don't like. Come on, Blue Apron. I mean, there's it's the, like you said, maybe they obvious. just, yeah, want to make sure you're awake when you're cooking. It just seems superfluous. Like, <laughs> who's going to leave it in there? I don't know. Who's going to? Dumb people. They're everywhere. Um, all right. While the, this is the last part. While the pizza rests, pizza rests in a large bowl, combine the arugula, the sliced radishes, um, the juice of the two lemon wedges, and two teaspoons of olive oil. Season with salt and pepper, toss to combine, and carefully transfer the baked pizza to a cutting board. Oh what is that? Commercial. Sorry. What are you, what's, you're, you're, you're killing my recipe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's I don't taking know why over. it's talking. Okay. I don't know. Just close the browser. <laughs> this is Louisa destroying my <laughs> the best pizza recipe ever. That you've been bested by your laptop. What are you doing? How are okay. we gonna get? How are we gonna get to a billion listeners with your? Laptop wrecking everything. <laughs> I don't even know where I was. Transfer the baked pizza to the cutting board. She, oh, if that happens again, I'm throwing that thing out the window. You are not. <laughs> Transfer the baked pizza to a cutting board. Evenly top um, with the seasoned ricotta, the prosciutto, tearing it into small pieces before you add it. Actually, you don't have to. You can throw full slices on there if like, that's the idea that like that. Um, then add sliced chives and the hot truffle honey. I personally don't think two tablespoons of the hot honey is going to be enough. Because that's supposed to go on the whole thing? Yeah. That's definitely not yeah, enough. Yeah, totally not enough. That, that's, you, you can be liberal with your addition of the chili pepper honey and should be. Uh, from there, cut the pizza into equal size. But you know how to handle a pizza. Cut it up. <laughs> I have to read this. Um, serve it with salad. It's already a salad. You don't have to. Unless your LDL's high, then go crazy. <laughs> but um, I would eat that. Just plain by itself. I would eat that. I'm going to give you guys a second recipe real quick that for fried corn. I know a lot of people have had it, but Louisa has not. And it does not include honey. But I haven't been able to find out where this recipe was. I made it one time. And it was off the charts. Delicious. So you take sweet corn, just like in this recipe, you, cor- you cut all the kernels off. Mm-hmm. And then separately, you get thick-cut peppercorn bacon, fry that up like six uh, uh, slices of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to drain off half the grease, mm-hmm. pat down the bacon, and crumble it up. Mm-hmm. Then in the grease, you're going to add the corn mm-hmm. and something like a quarter cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. And chopped up uh, green, red, and yellow peppers. Mm-hmm. And you're going to fry that mm-hmm. for about half an hour okay. in the bacon grease. Mm-hmm. You can just feel your blood pressure shooting up, can't uh-huh. you? I can. Then you add, towards the end of it, creme fraiche. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you get this creamy, 
grilled corn with bacon grease. Mm-hmm. Um, drain off the excess fluid and then add bacon into it. And then you eat it like that. So it's like a, not like a mash, but like a, it's corn with stuff in it. But mm-hmm. it's sweet and bacon. Oh, 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 God. Oh, I could eat this every day. I'd live about, I'd live like, like a week. <laughs> but folks, like if you can just find a recipe that's even close to that and you've never had fried corn, you can only eat it once a year. And if you have a problem with your blood pressure, just turn this part of the podcast off, but it's worth it. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't supposed it? supposed to say that before, but yeah. Well, look, you know what? You, the folks out there, look, you're a big kid. You, you know what you, you can eat and what you can't. Are we under the headlines or? Mm-hmm. Did you pick out? Because I have two that I'm looking at. Yeah, I have headlines. Oh, you do? Wow. All right, well, bravo. Back well, in flush. You.